Best friendhood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friendhood. Five, six, seven, eight. Do 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 do. Beep 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 beep. Chicago. Oh, that sounded like the Muppets. Oh, no, it did. Like the beginning of the Muppet show? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I meant it to be the beginning of the Renee Zellweger and Catherine Zeta-Jones classic Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> what could she do? She goo-goo. <laughs> okay, well. What are this? Best, best friendhood. Mm-hmm. ASMR edition. That's Melissa. And that's Jake. And welcome to Best Friendhood. This week, we're only going to be whispering. I hope not, because I hate whispering. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Did you know that whispering is harder on your voice than actually yelling? I've read that a time or two, but I didn't know that that was true. <laughs> I hated that. Let's never do that again. That's fair and fine. Yeah. No need to get weird like that again. <laughs> we can get weird in other ways for sure. Segue into the fact that this is also going to be a weird episode. Yeah, we decided that after the last episode, we did not have the emotional or mental space to do something structured and formulaic. Ooh, very good word. Thanks. I was an English major. I use that word a lot. I seriously could probably go through my old Dropbox and find like 69 instances of the word formulaic. Do you know people can see you flexing from Russia? What? That was a joke because that seemed like a really hard flex. (laughs) (laughs) No? All right. It went right over my head. (laughs) Right over your adorable well-coiffed head. Are we being recorded? (laughs) On camera? (laughs) Yeah, probably always. I can see Russia from my house. I can see Russia from my house. (laughs) That reminds me of my, one of my honestly favorite um, layovers when I was a flight attendant was in Anchorage, Alaska, which Anchorage is in the southern part of Alaska. And yet they had this giant sign outside of this very progressive minded store that was just this huge picture of, is it Sarah Palin? Yes, correct. Okay. And it was a picture of her like pointing off in the distance and on the uh, poster or sign, it said, I can see Russia from here. One of my favorite flight attendant pictures is me like mimicking her facial expression like yeah i can see russia from here where it's literally physically impossible to do so (laughs) i can see russia from my house which i realize is a tina fey joke not something that sarah palin actually said no she did did she I'm almost certain. Oh, I thought that was just the Tina Fey joke. No, we should probably search engine it. Do you have the capabilities of doing that? I do. Would you mind, just because I did want to talk about how spot on Tina Fey's rendition of that person. (laughs) Tina Fey did such a good job. Literally, like, I think Fox News even once mistakenly attributed a Tina Fey Saturday Night Live quote to the actual Sarah Palin. Yes. No way. So Snopes.com, did Sarah Palin say, I can see Russia from my house? Oh God, 2008. That was so long ago. Wholeheartedly. That was before I started college because I took a few years off. I was going to say, is this another flex of how young you are? No, it's a flex of (laughs) 
<laughs> Y'all, you how you can how you, you can go on your own educational journey at your own pace. Exactly. You don't have to go to college right out of high school, especially right now where there is a predatory student loan system that is just going to rake you over the coals, take you for everything you're worth, and keep you in essentially the 21st century version of indentured servitude to the upper class. Don't take student loans. They will keep you indebted forever. You may think you're paying on them, but the interest rates, aside from the COVID reprieve, will keep you so be burdened careful. forever. Be careful, young hearts. Don't be 18 and sign loans for yep. hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, in some states, you have to be 19 to sign a legal document. Not for student loans. They're, they are literally predatory. Sarah Palin did not say that. That was a Tina Feyism. No. Yeah. Oh, my thought process has been wrong for many years. Well, I mean, she was dumb enough. She probably could have said something. She said some a plentiful amount of not smart things. Mm -hmm. Yep, fair and fine. We are all capable and have done as much, but not we've always also, on the national stage. I was just going to say we've also not run for vice president. And no way in hell will I ever. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm sorry. I've been on Grinder once or twice. That shit would come back to haunt me. <laughs> You know what? That's going to be an interesting thing uh, moving forward I've in our nation's timeline. Yes. Like everything is discoverable. Below. Everything is discoverable. Anything Every, you've ever done. Everything is recorded. Everything is on yep. the internet. There's you have no privacy. Even if you believe you have privacy, all of those Snapchats and and they're on a database everywhere. Everything is on a database somewhere. Yep. This is our lives now. Don't send nudes. Don't send pictures of your noodles, your ramen, your spaghetti, your fettuccine. Don't send people pictures of whatever noodles you're cooking up for dinner because that will come back and haunt you. Somebody's so, going to judge you for cooking Alfredo. It's, it's just not worth it. Fetching dish of fettuccine. A fetching dish of fettuccine, she says. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Anyway, I guess <laughs> that's kind of a great segue leading from how last week's episode was really heavy on the negatives of social Ooh. media. And this week, you said it earlier about how you would like to bring some levity, mm -hmm. that you would like to see kind of an ebb and flow. Like when we have a heavier episode, a hard hitting mm -hmm. episode, mm -hmm. to bring it back to something light something not just light but silly less intense like oh that's I, fair our first social media episode was followed up with the episode of you sharing that just wild day <laughs> tiring of a day <laughs> it really was we thought would just be an intro and ended up being the majority of the episode and, and it really like that was a compelling story. Gosh. As somebody with an English degree, I hate to mention it. No, really. Girl, I felt your hair flip from across this room. Well, yeah. That was a very compelling and well-spoken oh, story, you. even though it was just <laughs> the series of events that you endured. Honestly, can I, I tell you? That was a really you, good story. I want to be honest to all of our listeners. 
Which, P.S., by the way, I love that we can say that because, you know, I am still a nosy nerd. And I do check on, you know, oh, this episode got released today. How many people have listened to it in this first day? I haven't checked since we hit a thousand. Well, I, I only check one of the platforms. It's just because it's downloaded on my phone and, and, and I'm oh. able to see that. Just because hmm. I'm horrible. No, I'm not no, horrible. You like to, you're analytical. You like to know what our stats are. That's a, that's a grace. You. you are granting me a lot of grace there. Thank you for that. Um, but I worried, like, was that story actually entertaining? Because wholeheartedly, no. right, it's such an everyday story. And I feel like people deal with so much other bullshit mm-hmm. on their daily basis anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So that was just me worrying about it. But when you said that you had gotten some positive feedback and that you enjoyed how that went, honestly, that helped me out when you said that, no, I really liked that. Yeah. Because I remember, I think it was a few days after and you had just texted me and usually we have like a text thread, but this one was out of the blue and you just put, I love our podcast, period. No emoji, no anything. Mm -hmm. That was it. Mm -hmm. So I was grateful for that. So... I think, I mean, it's not that we are venturing away completely from no. having structured topics per episode. I think episode. those are important. Like what, I do too. What we want it out of this podcast is to provide, dare I say, guidance and answers and to ask questions for people to ponder about and, and take out into their own lives. Or hear that other people are asking the same questions. Validation. Even if it's that. Yeah. Yes, validation of those questions. And also to be able to experience just some levity. Yeah. So with the social media topics, like I said earlier, like I just really want to keep things light like to me balance is so important yeah we talked about some heavy dark things it only seems fair and right to me that we counterbalance that with something fun i really appreciate that i really appreciate how you so wholeheartedly raise your hand (laughs) i did you're you're not a third grader you can just speak you don't need permission well remember i've been working on not interrupting you so that's my signal i forgot about that okay it's been a long day and honestly Mm. you and i we've been hanging out for two hours three yeah just catching up because it literally has been a whole week since we've seen each other and even then we barely really interacted the last time we saw each other like it was a quick like hi i miss you other people are around okay here we go right and that's a rarity for us (laughs) It's almost unheard of. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't there still a pandemic going on? And there's, Mm -hmm. we we are still careful. And we, man, mamma jamma, pudding pie. Yeah, so this has been really nice to have an earlier portion of time Mm -hmm. with you. And there were three different times we went, we should go get started. And then 45 (laughs) minutes would pass. We should go get started. We should probably do that. And then we finally got down into the basement to record and you had forgotten because you had said yes please continue no go oh, well you <laughs> while before we were down here in the basement he went i've got the perfect start and and then we got down here and he went oh no i forgot i forgot <laughs> and i went we should retrace our steps because for me oftentimes that works and it did whatever we 
whatever I was doing previously before I forgot, go through the motions, try to remember what I was remembering or doing or saying, usually triggers. Mm-hmm. We're getting to that age, Jacob. <laughs> I am halfway to <laughs> 70. <laughs> oh, no. We're halfway to our garden garden. Golden Girls oh, era. Gurdon Goals? We're halfway to our Gurdon Goals era. Listen, I've got some, you better Gurdon your loins for this one. <laughs> no, 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 no. What did you want to say? You shot your hand up like a third grader. <laughs> I, I sure did because I walked downstairs ahead of you. Yes, you did. Well before that conversation happened. Correct. And I walked into our recording room with my bottle of water or my like tumbler. It's not really a bottle. It's also not a tumbler. That's not called a tumbler. I don't know what when, this is. Hold on. Just me remember what you're saying. A tumbler <laughs> to me is a glass. Oh, yes. A tumbler glass. Yeah, like a tumbler like that you make a cocktail in. Correct. These what things. What do you call this giant thing? Honestly, that's a mini carafe with a lid and a straw. <laughs> it's like a knockoff Yeti. Well, yeah, but even then, Yeti is just a uh, brand name. It's a 25 ounce vessel for agua. For liquids. Oh, oh it doesn't no. even have to be a liquid. You can put whatever you want in there. Well, but it's a I vacuum put water sealed. In there. Yeah. It also can fit a full bottle of wine I found out once on accident. It can fit a whole bottle in there? Yeah, I only did that mistake once. Doesn't sound like a mistake to me. Oh, it was the next day. Okay. Well, I had the fair. worst headache. Yeah, fair and fine. When you have a whole bottle of wine and one thing that you can just lift up with a straw, that wine goes really quickly. Um. What? Are there <laughs> tannins in wine? There are. Yes, there are. Just there are, like. There are also tannins. In driftwood. Which we just found out about for our aquariums. Mm-hmm. So, Jacob, what if? Yep, go. You go. No, you, you go. go. Finish Me? that thought. Okay. What if what? Oh, what if? What if? What if? You, because uh, normally it's me gifting you aquarium things mm-hmm. because I've been. You've been aqu- in the hobby much longer than me. I've been an Aquarius for a while. Although uh, you're not an Aquarius. It's the dawning of the age of Aquariums. Put your driftwood <laughs> in and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, change that mode, huh? Anywho, uh, normally I gift you things to help out with the mm-hmm. hobby of mm-hmm. having an aquarium. Mm-hmm. And you found something because what you're able to do with your fish tank, which you have live plants in. I have many live plants. And you are so much of a better researcher. And if you... Oh, no, that's all Eric. He just sends me all of the YouTube clips. He... I'm like, oh my God, this is happening as just like a venting mode. And he goes, well, here's six YouTube videos of how to fix that. Pick one. Eric. You also do research. Please do not discount yourself either. Okay, that's true. When your research is lacking, your friends fill in the gaps. Well said. Okay. Am am I here bringing you your truth? You sure are. Watch out. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So I had finally bought, uh, because I know... Live plants don't last in my aquarium because I have two goldfish. goldfish. They like them. Nom, 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 nom. They eat everything. Even if you, because I I can't even tell you how many times I tried to look up aquarium plants that can live with goldfish. But your goldfish are much larger than I think most people expect goldfish to be. Listen, they are the 
natural size that they are. Goldfish are aren't meant. To be meant. Large. Goldfish, when they're babies, they're two inches. I've had skillet because I had pan for seven and a half years. I remember. And I won pan at the state fair. And you gave pan the best possible life a goldfish at the state fair could have hoped for because she goldfish, and i oh my gosh yeah she and i grow were. and grow and grow and and to put them and in they a, can a live bowl, like that's cruel sorry folks do some it research is. please they can live 50 years or older a yes goldfish and that's what can. we had planned for pan i did i did and then she got sick she did may she rest in peace she was huge she was a beautiful large loving oh, goldfish man. who recognized you when yes. you would approach the tank yeah i will she was my girl say anybody that says goldfish have a terrible memory no that's this a fallacy knew this fish not any other word this fish knew you would approach the tank mm-hmm. wall i would talk and after to her too. a period of time she would do that to me like oh hey i think i kind of recognize you. like blub 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 Hey, friend. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, they just, they go around the tank doing their own business. But when you bring your face close, they can recognize your face. Mm-hmm. And she and I, like, literally. You had a relationship with her. I would just hang out close to the tank and she would just, you know, like, she'd turn her tail fin every once in a while. Hey, I see you. That was my girl. I recognize you. Yep. I know. How did we get here? I don't remember. Dang it. Driftwood. Driftwood. Tannins, tannins and wine. Plants that I can't have because I have goldfish. Yes. Because of pan. You asked pan me if tannins are in wine. Yes. Nuts. And now I have skillet, skillet and crock because spork passed away. Mm-hmm. So we've got skillet and spork, excuse me, skillet and crock. And they're very large. And all of the plants that say they should be goldfish resistant, much like people say plants should be deer resistant mm-hmm. like the yucca it they kind of go are you yucking me because that's untrue <laughs> uh yeah no my fish kill everything i even put pothos in there and those beautiful stastards <laughs> which is so funny because i so i have they eat everything right now i have five tetras two guppies and i'm awaiting some replacements for my poor dear fishy friends who had a terrible fungus that i did not give them it came with them from the place i bought them yeah no judgment kind it's of difficult judgment. to manage uh, no nope. it's difficult mm. to manage but also okay. don't put dozens of fish in a tiny little square have you ever heard about how they receive their fish nope and i don't think i want to know i'm gonna tell you no i know i know they're all shipped together mm-hmm. and if they die that adds ammonia to the water like everyone is oh. just sick and stressed yep. and it's terrible yep my poor tetras they rarely feed those fish in a pet store i know that's because then they would have to clean poop mm. which also leads to stress the whole pet store industry of selling fish is harmful to fish do we think that it only leads itself to fish what about the birds what about the tiny mammals oh i was what about the reptiles i was going there were you okay i was because i was going to say we start with the the quote feeder goldfish that are hundreds in a yep. tiny little rectangular tank and when they're goldfish literally... really need to grow and and need specific water parameters they need certain water hardness they need 
calcium and all kinds of nutrients and those in the water. Feeder fish are just like the feeder crickets that your local pet store will have as mm-hmm. well. And and I'm sorry, but those animals deserve a little bit of dignity. And then like and then there are certain breeds of fish like glowfish that have undergone very selective breeding to the point that even their the females are injected with specific genes to recreate the glowing effect and they're beautiful they are beautiful i have no judgment on aquarists 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 i don't know how to say that word i've only seen it written who choose to keep glowfish because they are beautiful and they are sweet and they make for really good community tank friends but the way that they're created commercialized commercialized thank you good word bothers me same with like my albino quarry catfish what have they endured to become so bred devil's advocate here please do so these have been bred to be the way that they are mm-hmm. and they can live relatively comfortably with their outer appearance just like dogs this is exactly where i was going what about pugs oh my gosh really and yes. bulldogs yes. to where they've been bred and they don't have a choice in the matter and if they do not have a person who cares for them mm-hmm. who understands their breathing needs the cleaning of folds and what dietary things that they need. Could you imagine what an English bulldog would look like without its scrunched face? That's why they snore. That's why they can't exercise like they need to. That's why you see so many overweight ones. That have And people don't know that you issues. literally you need to clean like the clean folds in of their and also every they shouldn't day. have been bred because every they originally day. weren't bred to look like that. So no. it's funny that you that that's where your brain went because that's where my brain was taking that conversation because I will it's say, the same you, thing. You told me that I could edit this out if I wanted to because I, I do did. have glowfish. Do you know why? Because I felt bad for them. I didn't know that you knew that because we've never talked about that. But when I found that out this week as I was like the reading about my, bought, my snails and things. They look like they're blind. Their eyes look like they have cataracts on them. Oh, really? Because I had a tetra who was blind in one eye. I remember that. And I that. called him yes. Captain Pirate. Yes, I remember he him. he was huge. He had one blind he just had eye. One scaly eye, he was, yes. He was like the old scruffy guy of the group. Here, kids, I'm going to school you. That's a fish joke. <laughs> yeah. So what I found that out in my reading this week of like trying to figure out what's going on with my tank that I've lost yes. half of my uh, fish friends in the month and a half no it's which more is than so that. hard months. because these little beings are in your charge in right. your care I am responsible and that for hurts. them i i feel that when when even a house plant of mine Same. dies i was supposed to care for you exactly. i was supposed to help you live you, i failed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. may i say that the sweet moss not even moss what are they? I don't I don't even know what they are, what kind of plant, but the sweet plants that you had in the mason jar oh, of water that you gave me to transplant into my aquarium. They were covered in moss. Those were uh starts with an A. Anubius? The Egy- yes, the Egyptian. Anubis. They were Anubis plants. They are thriving. I took have them out so... of my aquarium because I saw my goldfish eating them and I went, not for you. These plants need to live. So all of those, like, uh, they look like roots, but they're not actually roots. I think they're stems. Like, there's a thick, thick, thick taproot. Hell yeah. 
that I like settled into my substrate. Terrific. I also attached some of them to my driftwood because they just seemed like they would fit there. Good. Melissa, you would be so proud. The brown, like, ooh, we're we're kind of we're we're getting there. We're keeping ourselves alive. There are new leaves. Like, picture a pothos. Picture uh, it. A pothos. Picture it, Sicily, nineteen twenty-two. <laughs> A pothos, like that that really tightly wrapped leaf. Yes, as it's growing. That then unfurls. Yes. There are so many of those. And I right now I, I have a bit of an algae problem. It's a newer tank, so it's very common to have like a brown algae bloom, which is what I'm going through. We're fine. It just means that my tank is well cycled. Mm-hmm. It's got plenty of nutrients. The fish are happy. They're fine. The plants, however are loving it because there is so there are so many bright green tightly curled ready to blossom new leaves off of the plants that you gave me they are just on the brink so may i tell you that because there are two i remember putting two into that it was one of those larger Mm -hmm. wide-mouthed mason jars yes and they have been living in that mason jar just in my window on my plant stand for over a year. I know. I've seen them for over a year. There's still some like aquarium, like the blue aquarium pebbles that they were. They were I've fully had, enveloped. Let me like, tell you. I had to pick those yes. out. Like I was like. Because I've had that plant, Jacob. I have had that plant since I first got Pan. Years ago. Over five. Those I rocks, never. Those, I was those... never able to see any growth on those. So for you to have such success makes me very happy. And I'm really glad to I hear like that. I you did see growth, just maybe not the growth that you had well, hoped for. because there was growth, those motherfuckers ate it. Those rocks, those pebbles were mm-hmm. so tightly wound in roots that I had yeah. to so carefully like unwind them. Like, no, oh. you need to be able to settle. I'm going to take this rock out. And yet, as soon as I set them in my river rock a couple of them they went and now they have like pulled the river rocks the pebbles up into them where i had removed the blue pebbles from your previous Previous aquarium hood now i i have three because one of the plants when i took it out of the jar very delicately it just naturally kind of came apart and i went oh there there are two and And they've just been living in stagnant ass water and that's the thing their their growth off of the taproot is so thorough i'm so glad to hear that i think they just didn't have the room maybe for leaves no probably not so many tendrils that are starting to unfurl like they're so healthy and good and ready to roll yes your plants are doing well with me they're your plants now jacob one of many plants that you've given me (gasps) what this is a perfect time to take a break it sure is because we are 34 minutes in we're 34 minutes in and i haven't even gotten into the story that That you thought would start it (laughs) i love that we get to talk about this though i love plants i love fish i'm making a note right now you were talking about terroristic threats incorrect Put your Tic Tacs back in your pocket. I was talking about how your... Plants. Plants and their tap roots are so hardy. Hardy, har, har, har. Sorry. <laughs> is it sorry. because like we're ready for a break? My brain is already like halfway down the block. Oh, yeah. You've already checked out. Oh, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. 
This is fun. I love this. I like this. I like this too. Hey, if you guys are still listening, <laughs> thank I you for just being down to hang out with us. Actually, I think there were also like two different times tonight you went because we were sitting down in this basement, in this studio. And we hadn't hit record. And I went, no, we should record this. Why are we recording? And I went, well, the things that led to this funny moment shan't ever be recorded. Well, to be fair, things that need to be kept between best friends. Yes. So I'm glad we're here. Me too. I still have that sound clip. I don't need to do that. <laughs> but I'm still gonna slam the to be space helpful. bar. Yes, yeah, slam right? that space bar. We're back. So can I like pull the e-brake and go back to the story that I wanted to tell at the beginning of this that we kind of got away from? Sure, you can, because <laughs> elsewise I have a huge asterisk. 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 Is that how it's properly said? Asterisk asterisk with a note of how we ended things but yes oh oh no i want to hear this please go ahead because it's gonna be about 10 minutes go for it we've got time plants it's literally an asterisk what is it (laughs) asterisk a-s-t-e-r-i-s-k that's when that's why people just say star symbol <laughs> Press star. And children like me read the encyclopedia and the dictionary for not. N A U G H D. Not. Well done. How many knots per hour equals a mile per hour? Oh, that's a K N O T S. Yeah. I don't remember. That's all right. I think there's like a 0.5 difference. Anywho, uh, I wrote plants because we were talking about aquarium plants mm-hmm. and stuff and things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the other evening, I I just had this idea and I needed to do something because elsewise I was literally just awake and sitting and I knew. <laughs> so you had already counted the ceiling tiles and that didn't help. So you had to do something. I had already done laundry and folded it and counted the ceiling tiles. Good heavens. And vacuumed. And cleaned the fish tank. And cleaned my bathroom. That's so much one evening. Correct. So I came up with this idea because there was this really cute, there is this very wonderful group where we live that puts together twice a year in fall and in spring, mm-hmm. a gathering where you can come and bring if you have any Mostly, I believe where they started this was uh, digging up plants from outdoors, like landscape plants. Because hmm. fall and spring are for planting. Mm-hmm. But they also open it up to if you have house plants, if you need some help, if you need any of your gardening tools sharpened. Like, it's a really fantastic group, which I love. Twice a year, they have their little shindig. But in my brain, like, we are in the middle of winter. Things are still weird. Mm-hmm. I I want to connect with some really wonderful people. Hmm. I always love plants. Who doesn't? So I decided to make an event that I am now calling the houseplant party to basically bring in the new year with some new green (laughs) in your house. Yes. Because it's better than spring cleaning. (laughs) 
And it's well ahead of spring cleaning. It's also an opportunity to do some spring cleaning of your plants. Well, and here's my thing. Like in my brain, I already have a planned out. I'm going to put down my old shower curtain on our huge uh, table. (gasps) Oh, that's so smart. Yes. yes, So I want to put out the huge, so it's covered. Mm -hmm. And I still have half of a huge bag of planting soil. I have several if you need more. Please feel free to bring it because you are mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, I already responded. I Did you? The Facebook I didn't. App and went. What? I didn't. I didn't get that. Anyway. We'll talk about that soon enough. <laughs> I have a cacophony of BS in my shed when it comes to media, planting, containers, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff and things. Even in my tiny apartment, I have so many extra little like plastic pots, terracotta yes. pots. I have so much I can tr- contribute. So I think that's my thing. It's Hell like yeah. I, because I am not good at succulents. But I've noticed that if I have a succulent that is in a terracotta pot, it survives much better. Because even Hmm. if I overwater, that terracotta pot absorbs that extra extra. and it evaporates out of the terracotta. I have a couple succulents who are in little tins that I was gifted them in. And I think I was supposed to repot them. And they're doing okay. Like they're still surviving. But I can tell that they are not happy in the little tins. The person who gifted you those still has a plentiful oh, my living off- in those tins. Oh, I know. My office mates who I took many of those tins to, mm-hmm. theirs are growing and even getting leggy to a little bit of like, oh, we have little cute offshoots Is of new little babies. Is it because they don't water them? I don't know. I've asked them and they go, well, I kind of forget about it. How? 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 Because mine has not grown or changed, but I yours can't... has doubled in size. I, what I'm is going on? I'm not good at succulents. Me and either. I can't. I'm not. I don't want to get better at them. No, they're. I'm, I'm really good at certain types of plants, and I'm going to stick to what I know. Yep. Because, listen, I've tried to learn and understand succulents. They're too finicky for me. As well. I have a schedule set. (laughs) And most of the plants that I keep in my house have Mm -hmm. evolved into that schedule. Yes, I have. I used to have watering Wednesdays and then my work schedule changed. So now I have, I don't know, something Sundays, hydration Sundays. That doesn't. I like alliteration. Mm -hmm. Sustenance. Sustenance Sundays. It's a mouthful, but I like it. Because that's what I take care of my plants. I go around and I talk to everyone. And I give them a little water and I make sure that they're doing well. And I, I test their soil before I give them water just to make sure you they actually need soil. it. test their soil? What does well, that mean? I just put oh, my yes. finger in the soil to make Honestly, sure it's dry. That that is the biggest thing that I've told people who ask me. How, oh, it's how so can easy I be, to how can overwater. I exactly. Honestly, shove your finger in that topsoil like and down past to your the, first knuckle, past correct. your first knuckle. Not just if it's, the tip. If you can feel moisture. You're fine. They have enough water. that they can draw yep, off of the soil. Because those are roots. And that's what their job is, is to correct. draw that moisture up. If you can You're gonna get gnats. jab your finger in there. Oh, yeah, you get gnats. Weird. I feel like that came up recently. Well, hun, you're not the only one. It's... No, Fair but and fine. I had a freaking infestation. How is the tented elephant ear? I have seen one gnat since I got home. Mm. I have yet to untent it because i honestly to be fair i 
haven't looked beyond like what I need to do next. I know that I in, the, in, the folds, in the creases of the tent, there are many dead gnats just on top of the tent and then underneath. It's not pretty. We have a gnat genocide which is fine. It's the one and only genocide I'm okay with, other than bed bugs. That I would always, be another genocide I'd be okay with. I always wonder, like, where do they come from? Fungus. Right, but they don't, they're, these gnats aren't birthed from fungus. No, but their larva naturally just right. exists, so, apparently. I've done a lot of reading, and they just kind of exist in soil, waiting for the right circumstances, and then they are birthed, prolific. and then proliferate like they freaking crazy. It's disgusting. I was, because I also do wonder that as well, like um, for creatures much like mosquitoes, where we live, we have solid freezing temperatures over winter. They How just the wait. Heck do mosquitoes come back? A evil version of hibernation? I don't know. Is it? You would think that is the it, freeze like, would just destroy them permanently, and yet they still come back every year. Because from what I understand of biology, if an egg or a larvae would freeze, then they are done for. It, but if they are not, in some circumstances, then perhaps this is why people always thought of like cryogenics. <laughs> would be a thing <laughs> which there are people do you know there's still a family who pays hundreds of thousands of dollar dollars a year for somebody to go and put continuous dry ice and nitrogen into their mm -hmm. family members tomb mm -hmm. there was an american this is american life episode about this so i don't believe that this is the same story okay but in i believe it's pronounced netherland Colorado, maybe Nederland, Colorado. They have frozen dead guy days. That's yes. literally the name of this like celebration. This town mm -hmm. has one paved road, which is a highway, a mountainous highway that just happens to pass through the town. And yet every year they have a celebration for a frozen dead guy. I went to this celebration in the early to mid 2010s, I would say. They had a parade of hearses that were decorated in all kinds of elaborate fanciful things some were covered in skeletons some were covered in just like black garb like funeral regalia there were beer gardens and everyone just kind of drank and celebrated that this town has a his historical story of a gentleman who hiked up into the mountains and built a cabin and froze to death in this oh. cabin oh. with the intention of technology surpassing things so that he could be re animated thank you reanimated with the in hoping that you know the world would have found cures for things like heart attacks and cancer and now this little itty bitty mountain town in colorado has an annual celebration called frozen dead guy days that's literally the name of it so what this makes me think of is because it is a farce walt disney's head being cryogenically frozen <laughs> within disneyland yes oh my god yep mm -hmm. it, i i don't even know is that a rumor it's, is that it's an a, urban legend? Is that a, farce, a real thing? Yeah, it's an urban legend. Oh, wholeheartedly, it's not true. Because people used to say that it was like buried underneath the uh, statue. Oh, yes. The statue of Hibbin Although, Mickey. Although, like that that is true at Disneyland, Disney World. There's, I think it's called like Club 72 or something like that. It's a club 
with a number attached to it. Hmm. And only rich, 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 wealthy people are able. I saw that pinky go hi, 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 hi to say not us ever. Yet. Oh, go on. And once we do become wealthy, we would share that. Uh, Yeah, hello. Much like Bezos. Does not. Ex-wife. Mackenzie. She gifted so much money. She also makes like a trillion dollars a minute or something. Anywho, there is a secret club at Disney World that you can buy membership to. And there's one door. I think it's called like Club 72 or something. It's uh, anyway, in the facade, like those fake houses on a row, mm-hmm. there's one door that is real and it actually leads into that secret club. What? You've never heard of this? No. There's a secret club in Walt and they that's actually where they serve booze all of the time. You don't need to go to Epcot. Oh, well, I uh, sign me up. No, I'm going to knock on every door. Where's the free booze, Disney? Where is it? I think it's like a $30,000 membership, though. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's, it's for wealthy alone. people. It's for wealthy people. Like, who has $30,000 to burn <laughs> and wants to still go to Disneyland? I will. Why don't you build your own Disneyland <laughs> in your backyard for that? I will not be knocking on those doors. You should search engine it. It's <laughs> not so because people have obviously taken pictures and stuff. Well, but yeah. Of course. People it's, can't help themselves. No, we can't. Post it for the Instagram. Do it for the Vine. Even before social media was a thing, people were leaking these of secrets, course. though. Well, you know, we could have a whole episode about Disney and the dark sides of Disney and how there is an entire like park in Florida that just everything went wrong. So they were like, okay, well, we're not going to sell the land or do anything with it, but we're just never going to let other humans access that land. Or the fact that there are underground tunnels mm-hmm. that the character actors and they are they not to allowed to be and... at a certain weight or height. Correct. They're not able to fraternize or interact in right. a certain way. Yep. Just oh, yeah. Like, okay, cool. I have three minutes to drink some water. Cool. I'm going to put my 10-pound mask back on. I haven't pooped for on. the last 10 days, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm about to go make 1,800 10-year-olds real about, happy. The stories about Disney are so horrifying. Also. It kind of makes me feel better about what... No, what, what, wait, what? Also, what? Also, what? Well, I was just going to say, how horrible some humans are to those character actors oh i know real skeevy i saw a thing on twitter where somebody was like trying to sexually get like a sexualized pose with goofy and the poor character actor was goofy yeah goofy of all characters Mm, like i mean don't jack sparrow at universal i've seen some sketchy things with no 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 but poor goofy and the character actor who was playing Goofy was just like, uh, no, like clearly like in the series of pictures, was like body language. No, you're essentially sexually harassing me. No. Mm. Why? Don't do that to someone whose job is to entertain children. What's wrong with you? Right. Don't do me wrong, dog. Exactly. Goofy. Do you know kinda, some of my uh, go- my favorite Goofy cartoons when I was younger is when it would be like there was that narrator voice over his cartoon. The one that I'm thinking of is like when he was in like a, a gymnasium of sorts. And Oh my God. And, like, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yes. It's just that that voiceover guy, and then uh-huh. Goofy just doing things and stuff. Then, oh. 
you know, like he would be uh, shot out of the room via the like the arm arm bands or whatever. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. those were my favorites because they were so silly. It was like informative, but then very silly. Hmm. Much like our podcast, informative, <laughs> but, but very silly. silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear heart! May I tell you what I would like to do? You sure may. Wait, you sure can. I want to tell you two things. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to give you space. And then I want to say end of this day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one. You are my favorite human and I love you and I am proud of you. And the things that have been brought to my life with and from your friendship are beautiful and bolster me a lot. I want to yell at you that that's not fair because. I number wasn't. two. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll hold off. I didn't really have a number two, to be honest. <laughs> Just wanted to give it that space (laughs) neat well thanks that's fine because number one made me cry melissa i love you a lot jacob i love you a lot this was an episode that was not planned and i freaking love you i love our friendship i love it so much i'm moving my chair yeah roll that show over here girl and I'm moving the microphone stand now. Yeah, because we have microphone stands. We actually have them. You're my favorite person in the world. You are my favorite person, and you are my best friend, and thank you for that. Okay, shall we end? I think so. Let's do. Please remember that you are loved. And worth being loved. And we're going to catch you next week. Love you, bye. Hold on. Three, two, two, one. Love Love you, bye. bye. Best Friendhood was edited by Jake and me. Logo by Jennifer Bate. You can find us on the social media. I'm talking Twitter and Insta at BFHpod. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And if you're feeling generous enough to help support us and possibly some better sound equipment, you can find us on Patreon at Best Friendhood. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, That's how I end it. (laughs)